Thank you, Max. Can I just say there's no picnic? I know, no surprises, but uh, the weather is shocking. As a reminder, we're in summer. Uh, someone should remind the weather of that fact. But uh, we're going to try and do it next week. Uh, the forecast is looking good for next week. So, yeah, no heading to Clarence Park, um, but uh, we're going to have a picnic next week, God willing. So, uh, yeah. Well, it's good to be here. Um, a little bit of a different setup this morning, as you can see. Um, do you like the setup here? We've got some water. You need to use your mic. I need one of those, don't I? See, I'm that comfortable already. I don't even need this. Do I did off. You can have one of these next time if you <laughs> Hello. wish. What was the question, darling? Sorry. I oh, said so this is nice, isn't this it? This is nice, yeah. I would have put a plant. This is like maybe. us being in the lounge, Might really. Might put a little flower or something there or plants, but never we mind. We did debate having a plant. <laughs> Hands up who thinks we should have a plant for next time. Yeah, oh, there's a definitely, lot, lot of people that. Here, maybe, actually, yeah. I don't know. It's 50-50, actually. <laughs> I think we keep the minimalist look. Um, well, listen, it's good to be together. Let me just set the scene for you in terms of why we're mm. doing this. Um, as you know, we are in the summer series, weather, uh, in spite of the weather. And last week, I looked at the question of freedom. And I looked at what does freedom look like? And um, as way of reminder, I'm going to do a bit of a recap, and then we'll dive into what we're doing this morning. We looked at Galatians 5.1, and that says, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. And uh, I, I gave you that rendition of that old 90s song, It Was For Freedom. Do not fear, I'm not going to sing it again this morning. Um, so what was that? Did you say go and sing it again, did you say? No, <laughs> no I won't. Um, but I looked at what, does it, what did Paul mean here when he talks about freedom? What does that look like for us uh, in, in our world at the moment? Because, you know, the world's narrative around freedom is you can do whatever you want, when you want, and you can decide. And actually we looked at that's not really the type of freedom that God's saying we can have. It's the type of freedom that we can have in Christ Jesus that enables us to be free of things like sin and, and all of those kind of things. And I looked at three things that we looked at. We're set free from the law and the freedom that comes with that. The, 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 what that means is we don't have to perform for God's love. Why? Because Jesus has already fulfilled the law on our behalf. And we looked at that. The second thing we looked at is that we are set free from sin. And we looked at 1 John 1.19 that says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all righteousness. And then we looked at being set free from death and what that actually looks like for us as we think about our lives with an eternal perspective. It's very easy to think that this is it. Well, let me just say, this is but a vapour, as it says in James. Uh, and this is, if you like, the training ground for what's to come. Uh, and so we looked at that, that Jesus set us free from that. But as I said last week, uh, when you talk about the subject of freedom, it's very, in some ways, very easy to say, we can be free and life is easy. But who knows that that's not the case? Freedom doesn't mean that there's no battle. I'll say that again. Freedom doesn't mean that there's no battle. And so what we wanted to do, Steph and I, was just be real with you all and talk about some of the battles. Um, because it's so easy when you come into a church to put your, your best clothes and your best mask on. <laughs> the mask that says, everything's fine with me. But if we can't be real here, in the presence of God, then we're never going to be real. And it's in that place of honesty and authenticity that we allow God to move. And so this is going to be a morning of freedom. We're going to have some time for ministry. But we wanted to spend time having a bit of a chat around what does freedom look like for us when you're going through the battle. And so uh, before we carry on, I'm just going to pray, and then we'll kick off. Lord, we thank you that um, you are calling us to be free. But Lord, the, the truth is we have uh, our part to play, that 
we need to move in all that you have for us and realize that by your blood we are set free, Lord. And I, and I know, Lord, that there, for some of, some of us in this building this morning, it's almost like you're going to shine a light on the reality that we're in a cage that hitherto, Lord, we have not realized. And I declare right now that this morning is going to be a morning of freedom where up until this point you have been in bondage to certain things, I declare right now that today is a day of freedom. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Lord God. Jesus. Would you come now? Yeah, come, Lord Jesus. Thank and as I said to you last week, whatever that thing that you need to be mm-hmm. free from, mm-hmm. come, imagine Lord that you're Jesus. just holding that in your hand and dropping mm-hmm. it at the foot of the cross. Yeah, Do thank that you, now. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Whatever that thing is, mm-hmm. and maybe you want to do what I'm doing now, which yeah, is kind of just physically target. doing that. Yeah, thank you, Lord. And just, just dropping that thank right at the foot of the cross. Thank you, Lord. I pray, Lord, that that would be a prophetic act, just as your prophets mm. did certain things physically to demonstrate mm. what you were going to do. Thank I pray you, that Jesus. that is and was a prophetic act, thank Lord. You, Lord. And I pray for freedom in this place, I ask, you, in your precious name. You, Amen. Thank you, Lord. So, Steph, my love. Yes, darling. That mic. That's better. So what does, <laughs> you know, I looked at a little bit about what freedom looked like last week, but what does freedom look like for you? Shall I give a bit of background first? Yeah, do it, right? yeah. Um, some of you, um, a lot of our close friends here know, some of the people in the church, I've had quite poor health over the last couple of years. Um, all sort of happened when you took on the role as pastor, didn't it, darling? Yeah, that's a good advertisement for being there a pastor, go. isn't it? Don't do it. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, and it's been a journey for me and for Mark, I think. Um, I've had a couple of major operations. I've had a lot of complications prior to those and following those. Um, and it was, it was hard for me because I, <clears throat> I, I was going into a season I thought was going to be alongside Mark and God was going to be put, calling me into all the things he had for me but actually he had a different journey for me completely I felt mm. and um, it wasn't what I expected so for me I think um, freedom is surrender mm. for me I had to surrender myself completely to God despite my circumstances and actual fact when I did that I felt true freedom now I'm not saying that my journey hasn't been difficult I'm not saying I would rather not be there because that would be lying but I will say that those moments that I said to God, you know what, God, do with me what you will, and I'll surrender to you and know that I can trust you because your word says you repay the years, the mm. locusts have eaten, and I'm going to stand firm on that word and believe that's what you're going to do for me. So just, just on that then, when you said you experienced true freedom in spite of your circumstances, are you saying yeah. that that was the peace, the, a joy, a, a, a yeah. knowing that God was with you in spite. Is that the freedom that you experienced? Yes, I think. I, mean, I can share a psalm that I wrote yeah. because um, there's one particular morning I was sitting in the kitchen. I think you were at church this morning and I just wanted to be at church, but I was so ill. I'd had a big throat operation and I had um, infections and I was just, just didn't feel great at all. And I was like, God, what's, you know, what is going on? I, just, I feel like I'm in a cage. I'm a caged bird. I feel like every now and again I get let out and I'm dragged back into this cage. I don't quite understand what you're doing. I want to be alongside my husband, I'm stuck here. And I felt the Lord say he wanted me to write a psalm to him. So I did. And in this moment, I wasn't feeling great, but this is what I started to write. I said, um, how much longer, Lord? And this just sort of flowed as I was sitting there. How much longer, Lord, will I endure this heaviness for my enemies in camp and they taunt me? They mock me in your presence and yet you do not flinch. You remain still. Although I look to you, 
You see me, but you do not respond. My head falls and my body trembles. How much longer, Lord, will I endure this weariness? How much longer will I remain? But then, Lord, in your silence, I remember your promise. I hear your voice and I look to you. You raise your hand. I'm quite an emotional person, so this is quite normal for me. Don't be disturbed. <laughs> Sally will testify to that and, and Sue. So, um, yes, yeah, so, um, I'll start that one again. But, then in, but in your silence, I remember your promise and I hear your voice and I look to you. You raise your hand and you ask me to dance. In the presence of my enemies, you have no fear. You draw me close and we dance. You hold me close and you tell me that I am yours. I breathe in your scent and I draw from your strength. I lift my head and I smile for joy is rising up within me. In this moment, I know I am loved and that I am a child of the King. Mm. We dance. Oh God, how we dance. We dance in the presence of my enemies. For now, I forget and I embrace my father. So that was a a precious moment for me because I just, in that moment, chose to look to God despite my circumstances and I felt such freedom in that moment because I knew there was nowhere else I wanted to be other than in his arms Mm. and I really believe that we can find true freedom Mm. in the dark places yeah Mm. that was just so beautiful um and just so anointed and I think what what I love about that um well there's a few many things I think the first thing is God gives us permission to be real you know God gives us permission you only have to read the the book of Psalms and see the laments and the crying out to God. You know, he wants mm. us to be real with him. And I think for many mm. people that's difficult. Mm. Why is it difficult? For some people it's, well, if God knows really how I feel, then he won't love me. Mm. Well, newsflash, he already knows. Yes, exactly. The other thing is, you know, will he actually respond? Mm. There is a fear that he won't show up. And so I think the first thing is, is, is it's good oftentimes mm. to pour your heart out mm. and empty yourself of mm. that angst mm. and that lament. It's a very healthy you, place. Because as you do that, what you'll find is the Spirit of the Lord mm. will lead you to, to praise. And that's the next thing, I think, which is mm. really powerful, is that you get to that point of praise, that in spite of what I'm going through, mm. you are God. Mm. Um, you know, I think it's really interesting, this topic of freedom, because if you'll hear certain Christian streams... Uh, their their Mm. definition of freedom is that your life will be perfect. Mm. That the reason your life is not perfect is Mm. you don't have enough faith. Mm. And so trials and tribulations are a product of your lack of Mm. faith. And you might think, well, that's shocking, but it it is a subtle lie that many people adhere to, you know. And, you know, I'm reminded of of Mm. Jesus' own words Um, In John 16, 33, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Mm. You see, freedom doesn't mean that we live a life free of all trials and troubles and difficulties. Mm. We we know that's a reality. Mm. What we know is, is that in spite of that, we can experience this peace Mm. that surpasses all understanding, Mm. this joy that wells up in spite of, Mm. and this trust and knowing that he is for us Mm. and not against Mm. us. And so that's that's really what I I absolutely love about that. And that's the freedom that you were able to walk in, even though Mm. you still had these health issues and needed another operation. Uh, Which I'm still going through, by the way. So um, I'm still waiting to undergo another operation on my throat. So I'm not quite out of that... um, 
that valley yet, but yeah. I will keep leaning in and, yeah. and drawing from God, yeah. Now, it's worth saying in all of this, though, that that doesn't mean that God doesn't heal. No. <laughs> and I think this is, let's yes, be real yes. about this as Christians, right? Isn't one of those difficult things about, is. Lord, yeah. why is it you, some people are healed and some are not? Mm. You feel that? Yeah. I can see some nodding heads. Yeah. It's a really difficult mm. thing. And, you know, one of the things that we love about the vineyard as a movement mm. is what we call our kingdom theology. Mm. And that really gives us a framework for how we can think about this. You see, when Jesus came, Jesus declared the kingdom was at hand. Mm. In other words, when he died on the cross, he said, what? Mm. It is finished. My blood is sufficient. And we know from that moment until now, God's kingdom is coming. Mm. And there will come a point where his kingdom will come fully or be consummated. Mm. And and I've used this example before, but it's akin to the difference Mm. between D-Day and V-Day in the Second World War. D-Day was that decisive moment when we knew the war had been won. But it took a while for it to be fully, if you like, consummated, completed until V-Day. And you see the church age, we are in that point. And so we keep pressing in, we keep Mm. asking for God. And we see, as we we take um, territory away from the enemy, Mm. as we extend his kingdom, and that's why we see miracles, that's why we see Mm. healings, because Mm. God is living and alive. But that's also why we don't always see it. Yeah. And so for me, that's a helpful way, and it should be for all of us, a helpful way that gets us keep pressing in Mm. and keep seeking God for healing, as we do with Steph, Mm. but equally not saying, well, it's because Mm. I've got no faith. And by the way, I'm not saying faith is unimportant. Of course it is. And equally, it doesn't mean, well, God's forgotten me. He doesn't love me anymore. And these are the dangers, I yeah. think, aren't they? Oh, into d- absolutely. And going back to that, you know, with, with the healing. Obviously, I've cri- I have cried out for healing. People have prayed for healing. That hasn't happened for me. But at this I, point, at this point <laughs> yeah, it could happen. I do believe that I have faith that God can heal me. But you know what I do know is that God's done great work in me through this too. So, uh, you know, I won't, that I stand firm on that. <clears> and I say, God, <throat> you've done a great work and you're still doing a great work in yeah. me. And I can stand alongside people and say, Despite that, I still love the Lord. And despite that, I know that he can move and he can heal you. Um, so that's my journey. It doesn't mean it's going to be everybody else's journey. But I know that I can be um, an encourager and I can stand alongside people that go through similar things. Um, and that's what God's called me to do. Mm. And that's my journey. Yeah. Um, and I thank God for that because I have an intimate relationship with him because of it. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been to those places that you can only get to when you're in the darkest moment. Yeah, I mean, I remember um, following my first stop, I had a suspected mini stroke, and I remember getting in the ambulance and thinking, oh, I'm here in this place again, like this is just going on and on. And I felt the Lord say, sing, raise a hallelujah to me in this ambulance, and I can't sing. So I thought, yes, I don't you care, can, no, I can't. But you anyway, I thought, you know what, I'm going to sing. So I just sang, raise a hallelujah. And there's me in my, on by myself, by my home by myself, Mark was... You met me at the hospital. And I think these paramedics were looking at me and thinking, what is this woman doing? But I thought, I don't care. I'm raising a hallelujah to the king because I'm going to overcome this. However, I'm, I'm going to overcome. Mm. And I just felt the Lord rise up in me and I felt great freedom in that moment. Um, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Yeah, so thank you, Lord. So, mm. um, yeah. And that yeah. reminds me of Psalm, is it 22, 3, yeah. that says that God inhabits the praises mm. of his people. Mm. And where does it say that a spirit of praise for a, sorry, a garment of praise for a spirit yeah, of heaviness? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, what was 60, that? Isaiah 61. Thank you. Thank you. Isaiah 61, mm. verse 3, mm. isn't it? Yes. Mm. Thank you. So I think that's a, that's a good uh, encouragement to us all because this is mm. the thing about praise. 
we don't always feel like it. No, exactly. You know, pray, you don't praise God when you feel like it because if that's the case, that's we wouldn't easy. give him enough praises. It's easy to praise God yeah. when, we, when things go good, isn't it? Absolutely. And yeah. so <laughs> putting on is like that, I have to do something physically. Yeah, yeah. Have I to have to choose to praise God despite yeah. your circumstances. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's an encouragement to us all. Yeah. I love, in fact, I think at the end of the service, we're going to sing that raise hallelujah again yeah, as we press in and we're going to see yeah. some breakthrough. Um, and so, yeah, praise is mm. so important. Mm. as we praise God in spite of our circumstances. So you, darling, obviously, oh, me? I've had a journey over the last two years, but you've equally had a different journey because you've taken yeah. on a church. That's three years almost. We've had COVID. Yeah. He's had a sick wife. You've mm-hmm. had three kids to look after, yeah. two dogs, or well, one dog now two. Um, you Busy lost life. two family members. Yep. Um, yep. And your family, your immediate family are in Australia. Yeah. A long time, have you? So Thanks. how have you found freedom? <laughs> I was fine yeah. about five minutes ago. We're getting real ago, though, but... aren't we? We're getting real. If I'm going to shed some wow. tears, then... <laughs> You're going to have to give me a lot of comfort later today, my darling. <laughs> um, it's a good question. It's a good question. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think that you're absolutely right. I mean, and for many of us, right, we, we're not... This is not us getting the violins out and asking for a sympathy no, party. No, it's not. Uh, what we're trying to do is give you permission to be real as well. Mm. Uh, and I think hopefully by us sharing our, our lives in a real way, this is helpful for you all, but... Yeah, I mean, it hasn't been easy. Um, but, you know, for me, I think that there's maybe two or three things that came into stark view mm. that had it not been for this tough time, I wouldn't have experienced, uh, experienced in, its, in its fullest sense. And by the way, when I say fullest sense, I don't mean I'll, mm. we can experience everything now. We have to wait until glory. But mm. I think number one is the sense of surrender. Like, mm. I am quite... How do I say this? Controlling? Well, I'm not a control freak. Some of my staff are laughing. Um, <laughs> but I like things a certain way. I like, I need to... F- okay, so I started my career as a project manager, actually. You did, yeah. I love a good Gantt chart. I love <laughs> third-party dependencies and critical paths. It makes me feel safe because I know what's happening. And if I can see in the future a little bit, I can mitigate the risk. Mm-hmm. So what a great place to be. Um, But when you take that out, and certainly this season has been that, there is a sense of, ah, I can't rely on myself like I used to. And I think it's in that point that you realise that you have to surrender it all. Mm, mm. Um, You know, it says, Mm. James 4, 7, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist Mm. the devil and he will flee for you. There Mm. there is freedom in in letting go. We think freedom is taking control and doing what we want to do. But actually, I think the opposite is true. True freedom in Christ is letting go mm. and letting God. Mm. And I think it's mm. in that place of surrender that I said, you know what? I just mm. give it to you, God. You know, in mm. that place of I've got to mm. trust that you've got mm. this. And the second thing, I think, is having an eternal perspective. That's been mm. a big thing for me. Mm. And some of you who are, who are close, we've been speaking about this, just that sense of that we're here for eternity. Mm. You know, it says, I've got some scriptures here. I mean, it says in Philippians 3, 20 to 21, maybe make a note of this because I think this is, this is healthy. This is medicine to the soul. And by the way, the, the enemy does not want you to know this. Here it is. But our citizenship is in heaven. And from it, we await a saviour. The Lord Jesus Christ who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body. What? Wow. Can we just comprehend what Paul just said? That we will be like his glorious body. 
by the power that enables him even subject all things to himself. So, Thank you, Lord. Like, yes, not everything is well in the world. We know that because of the fall. And yes, we know that we extend God's kingdom in word and deed. But when we experience trials and troubles, what we need to recognise is our passport says heaven. Mm. That we are citizens of heaven and that we will be with him again. And so for me, understanding that has given me such a peace. Mm. I honestly think the higher view you have of that and the higher view you have God's sovereignty, Mm. the more peace you can experience. What about Jesus when he slept in the boat? There's a storm. And he slept. Why? Because he knew who he was in Mm. in, in his father. And he knew mm, that he mm. was, you know, a citizen of heaven, mm. to use that phrase. Mm. So I guess that's, for me, those two things, really. Yeah, Complete surrender and having that eternal perspective. perspective. And I think joy comes up. It's like, well, mm. what's, what's the world going to do mm. to me? I'm not even of this world. We're new mm. creations in Christ Jesus. Did you know that? You're a new creation mm. in Christ Jesus. So, yeah. Oh, bless you, darling. So, mm. you know, as we, as we think about freedom... Another subject, I think, which is difficult Mm -hmm. is that notion of freedom from sin. Mm. Because I think, as I said last week, we we are cleansed Mm. of sin, Mm -hmm. but we can also be free from sin. Yes. And they're different things. Mm -hmm. Like, God, the good news is you don't have to live a life where you sin every moment and keep asking for forgiveness. That's a great thing, and I'm grateful to God for that, and I do sin every day, no doubt. Yeah. But actually, God says, on top of that, not only will I cleanse you of sin, but I'm going to enable you to be free from it, mm. free from habitual yeah. sin, free from, from this or the other. So, mm. you know, how, how do we think, how does that actually look like in practice? Like, what kind of, how do we realise that freedom? How do we actually walk in mm. that? Oh, it's difficult, isn't it, when you live in the world? But um, I think we... It's daily, isn't it? Mm. Daily taking up our cross, daily saying to Jesus, help me, Lord, yeah. help me overcome my sin. I think also it's been transparent, isn't it? Yeah. With, with, with God, you know, when there's, um, there's no darkness can be found in light. So, you know, when we are transparent and we, 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 we give our sin to God or we, or we share it with others, we're accountable. The enemy can't operate. He can't, he can't take, you know, when things are hidden... It's a dangerous place, but when things are unhidden, mm. it's very difficult for the enemy to um, to use those against us. So I would just encourage. Well, I think we often with each other, don't we? We you know we confess and we talk yeah. about our sins. I think it's so mm. important to just be open and confess them before God, um, and then the enemy has no right or no authority over them because it's out in the open. It's before God; um, he can't use it. Mm. That is a really great point, actually, mm. which is that. When you keep something hidden, it has yeah. a hold on it you. It has a hold on you, definitely, yeah. yeah. You know, so, mm. you know, the enemy does not want you to, A, admit you've got a problem, yeah. and B, tell someone and confess your sins mm. one to another, as it mm. says in the Scriptures. Yeah. And I think for some of you now, and maybe you feel your heart beating really fast, mm. that's the Holy Spirit, Spirit just shining you, a light Jesus. on something. You say, mm. I want you to be free, but you're going to need to confess. Yes. Confess to one another. You know, we have a, mm. we have a ministry team, my right, your left. Mm. Confess to them. And say, Lord, I, I, you know what? I've, got, yeah. I've come to the end of myself. Yeah. I admit it's a problem. Mm. I need to be free from this once and for all. Mm. And, you know, the, the enemy does not want you to do that. But it's in that when the light of God's truth shines mm. on it, mm. you know, where God's truth is, there is freedom. Yeah, it's true. And so I think mm. that's really, really mm. important. And you said, you're right, it's a daily thing. It's a daily thing. As I said at the very start, yeah. freedom doesn't mean there's no battle. Mm. The promise of freedom doesn't mean an easy life. It means that God has already won the victory 
on the cross and we can experience that freedom mm. as, we, as we press in and realise that. Mm. I've just got my phone out. Not that I'm uh, uh, looking at texts or WhatsApp <laughs> messages. Uh, I'm not watching the news or anything. But uh, I'm looking at the uh, chat from, our, from, from you guys online, bless you. And Mike said, God's just reminded me that freedom is a safe harbour. I love that. Mm. Freedom isn't without walls. Mm. Those walls, though, are God's not man-made. That's mm. really a good mm. point, you know. I just want to pause on that point, mm. Mike, before I read the rest of it. You know, we think that God's righteous requirements are things that inhibit us, mm. but actually they're the things that give us freedom yeah. and safety. Yes. I mean, don't you know that when kids feel safe when they have boundaries? Mm. We know that with our own kids. Yeah, absolutely. They feel unsafe when there's no boundaries and you do what you like. Mm. You see, we have mm. safe, mm. we have safe, we have freedom, when yeah. we're in God's walls. Mm. And he goes on to say, we all need security to feel truly free. The name of the Lord is a fortified tower. Mm-hmm. The righteous run into it and they are saved, Proverbs 18.10. Mm. That's so true. There are mm. moments where you need to run. Mm. And especially when it comes to overcoming sin, you need to run. You need to run into God's presence. Mm. And that means turn off the computer mm. or your phone or turn off the Wi-Fi mm. access, you know, whatever your eyes are looking that they shouldn't. Yeah. Or it means if you know you're in gossip and you keep slandering someone, you know you need to, yeah. whatever it might be, mm. the, the Holy Spirit will convict you. You need to make a choice at that point. You know, freedom yeah. is a choice as well. Mm. We need to make that choice to run into yeah. to God's arms, don't mm-hmm. we? And also I think there's a dangerous sin, isn't there, that you, you ask God for forgiveness the next day you fall back into it and you think, oh, blow it, I'll just continue. Yeah. But that's a real trap of the enemy, isn't it? You know, we, we, if we do fall short, we need to say, okay, God, forgive me. Because yeah. he, will, he will keep forgiving us. You know, he, he, he's a never-ending um, father of forgiveness. And we just thank you for your forgiveness, Lord. So I just want to encourage you mm. that those days you think, oh, you know, blow it, I've, just, I've sinned again, I'll just continue. Mm. That's just a dangerous path, isn't it? We yeah. are daily to say, God, help me each day. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And, and that leads me on to, um, mm. I was thinking about Exodus 14, 14. Mm. And it says this, the Lord will fight for you. Mm. And you have only to be silent. Mm. That's a, you know mm. what, if you're in a battle at the moment and you're looking for freedom, mm. write that down. The mm. Lord will fight for you. Mm. And you have only to be silent. There comes mm. moments in our battles where mm. we need in freedom that we have to, I mean, let go. I mean, um, Jenna talked about this a few weeks ago. Abraham tried to fulfill God's Mm. promise of having a kid by, you know, um, Mm. going with Hagar to try and have his kid. And we can do Mm. that sometimes. We try and take things on our own, but God sometimes says, just wait and be silent and I will fight for you. Um, Some other things I think are interesting, um, and we're going to move into a time of ministry in a couple of moments, but you need to listen to God's truth over the enemy's lies. Who knows the battlefield is in the mind? Yes. Mm-hmm. You need to, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we need to recognise that the battlefield is in the mind. Now listen to, listen to this. Mm-hmm. Jesus says this to his disciples, John 8, 31. This is another great scripture if you're in a, mm. you know, looking for thank freedom you, in your mind. If you hold to my teaching, mm. you are really my disciples. Mm. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Thank you, Lord. It reminds me of Romans 12, 1. Mm. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, mm. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you can test and approve God's perfect and pleasing will. And if you want to be, there, there is this notion that, where there is this real sense that we need to make a choice on who we listen mm. to. Mm. And so what that means is, is we need to get into our word daily. Mm. 
You know, if you're looking for freedom, then I would do a, a short mini Bible study. You can do it online. You don't need to use your Bible and just type out freedom. I guarantee you there'll be at least 20 verses and many more that will come up. And then why don't you print some of those off and put them on your fridge or put them in your wallet or your purse. And when you're in that battle, get it out and just declare it over yourself. It was for freedom that Christ has set me free. Because we need to take this as medicine because what this is doing is renewing our mind to that mm. which God had intended, mm. but to which that the fool has corrupted. Mm. And so Jesus. God's truth is so important. And for some of you this morning, um, I just get the sense that it's going to require you to let go of some of the lies the enemy has spoken over mm. you. Yeah. It might have come through a father figure growing yeah. up. You'll never amount to anything. Mm. It might be a friend that said to you, I can't believe you call yourself a friend. You, you didn't do that for me. Mm. It could be your, you speaking something over yourself, which is, I'm useless. Mm. I could, oh, I'm so stupid. Mm. We think they're silly things, but it's... There's power it, of life and death in the tongue, though, isn't there? That's what it says, isn't it, it in Proverbs? That. Yeah. And so we need to recognise that mm. we need to make a choice. And for some of us, mm. it's going to be, Lord, forgive me mm. for accepting and whatever lie that mm. is. And, um, you, and freedom Lord. will come from that because that lie may have put, has put you in bondage, you know. Mm. Anything else that we want to talk about before we go into a time of ministry? I think, we should, get to, I think we should go into a time of ministry. We should. I'm quite excited to see what God wants to do this morning. Amen. So mm. um, before we do that, I think what we'll do as we lead into ministry, you were here last week mm-hmm. and you, just, you had a picture from the Lord. Do you want to just share that with everyone? Because I think it's a perfect segue as we, yeah, as we think about getting some ministry. Um, during worship last week, I was over there and uh, we were worshipping and I really, I had this, I felt like there was something next, some people next to me talking, there was movement and there was something going on next to me and I kept getting distracted by this. I thought, what is going on, God? And, you know, what is, and I just felt the Lord to say, worship, you know, carry, carry on worshipping. And the Lord showed me it was an angel that was standing next to me. Um, and it wasn't just one angel. There were many angels in the room last week, and I believe they're here now too. And the Lord was showing me that these angels were here, and they're preparing um, for Jesus to enter this room. And as I looked more at this angel, he was, he was very big, and he had this really tall torch, um, and there was fire, at the, uh, fire coming out of this torch, but it was the Spirit of God. And he was standing, he was waiting, and as he was waiting, many more angels came along each aisle and stood at the end with the same tall torch with the fire and on the balcony at the top as well. And um, I began to look around the room and I saw um, many people, some people had um, band, uh, covers over their eyes, they couldn't see. Some people had um, headphones on where they couldn't hear. Um, some people had muzzles, some people had uh, gags, some people had... Um, chains of balls around their ankles were gold. It was like, you know, um, ch- chains to, to riches or money or free of money. Some people had toolboxes, which were really old, and it had a sense that the Lord was saying that they, you know, they think they have to do, do, do work all the time to, to be loved or accepted by God. But, uh, you know, the blindfold were things that people were watching they shouldn't be watching. It was sin, you know. Um, mm. The muzzle represented people that were gossiping and, and, and not speaking life, but speaking death. Um, and the headphones represent people that were just deaf to the word, and the Lord wanted just to break these things off of each of the, you know, each of you in this room this morning. Um, but we had a choice, you see. The angels were there waiting for us to say yes to Jesus. I want you to come, and I want you to remove these things from me because I want to be free and I want to feel freedom this morning. So I think yes, they're here, but you know we have to make that choice to say yes to Jesus because He doesn't force us. 
Mm. He's a gentleman. He's a beautiful God. And he will only do what we ask him to do. Mm. So... Um, um, just as that picture continued as well, um, I mentioned to Mark, I saw the angels bringing new armour for people and there were some people here that were, had armour that was too small and they'd grown out of it, but they'd become a bit complacent. But God was saying it's now time to put on the armour that fits you because you're no use for battle if you can't move. And there were some people that had battle that was damaged and the Lord was saying we need to repair, you know, you need to come out and you want, I need to just have time out and I need to just prepare, you know, repair this, the armour. And some people were given new armour which was a significant moving up a rank. Um, and I just feel that the Lord wants to bring freedom in this room so that he can lead us into what he has for us because... Do you know, we're in a season where, where um, God, God's going to move. But, you know, we also have the enemy that's at work as well. And we are called as Jesus' people to rise up and, um, and take authority over the enemy. And I think for too long we've been blinded, we've been deaf, we've been muzzled, we've not been able to move, and it's time we are set free. But we need to make that choice. We need to say yes to Jesus, and we, we need to let him move this mm. morning. Wow, that's so powerful. And with that, I think, why don't we all just stand and we're going to invite the Lord just to come. I'm going to invite the band up as well. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. Let's just stand. And if you're at home as well, that word's for you too. This is not just for the room. Mm, Thank you, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, King. Let's just invite the Lord. Mm, Come, Holy Spirit. mm, Thank you, Jesus. Mm, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to come against the spirit of fear as well that's trying to operate this morning. Mm. Father, I just break off that fear in the name of Jesus and say you have no authority in this room. For this is, a, this is a, the place of God, mm. and we are children of the King. So, Father, I just claim your blood over each of us this morning, Father, mm. and we break off that shame and that fear, and we say you have no place yes, in this Lord. room. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. We're just going to wait a while. Come, Lord. Come, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, would you just speak to our hearts? And would you do that which only you can do, Lord God? Lord, we invite you in this place to bring freedom and healing. You know, Steph talked about a mask where we've been blinded, that we're looking at the wrong things. If that's you, why don't you just repent now and give it to God? If you need freedom from that, just give that to God now. Saying, yes, would you take this off my eyes? Come, Lord Jesus. Steph spoke about that muzzle around your mouth where you've been speaking death, not life, and maybe that's over yourself. Maybe that's speaking lies on yourself, like I'm stupid or I can never achieve. If that's you, why don't you just say, Lord, forgive me now. And I think some of you here have said, it's never going to change. What's the point? Just break the power of that, that lie off you in Jesus' name. And for some of you, that, mass, that, uh, that muzzle represents gossip. And you need to make a choice now to say, I'm not going to be involved in gossip. Come, Lord Jesus. 
And for some of you as well, Steph talked about that headphones. That you are listening, not to God's truth, but to the enemy's lies. And you feel the conviction of the Spirit saying, listen, you need to get into my word. You need to soak in my presence and hear my Spirit speak to your heart. Why get up and the first thing you read and you listen to is the enemy's lies when you should be getting up and the first thing is hearing my truth that will set you free. And if that's you, why don't you respond as well? Thank you, Jesus. It's going to open up for any words or pictures. Steph, if you've got any other words or pictures for people specifically, why don't we do that now before we worship? Um, I don't know your name here, the gentleman with the lady with the red top. Yeah. Ty. Ty. Hi, Ty. Diane. Yeah, you're Diane. Yeah. You're, what's you're your son's name? Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Hi. Um, just, I can just see um, Jesus calling, calling you out. Mm. Um, I can, you're just amongst other men, but I can see the Lord. Jesus just pointed and called you before him, and he's putting on a new robe on you. And I have a sense that he's, um, he's moving you up a rank. He's, he's putting you into a new position. Um, so, Father, I just want to thank you for that. Lord, I just pray that your son thank here, you, Lord, Lord Jesus, would just hear your voice clearly. Mm. Father, I just ask, Lord Jesus, that he would, yeah, just move into all that you've called him to move into, Lord Jesus. I pray, Lord, I pray for confidence in who he is, boldness, Lord Jesus. As he looks to you, may he just soak up your strength, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Speak to him, Lord Jesus. Thank you for him, Jesus. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, King. Bless you, Father. If you're new and you're wondering what's happening right now, well, you know, we believe that God moves today. It says in the Scriptures that um, we have what's called spiritual gifts. And one of those is words of knowledge where God speaks to us about somebody and knowledge that otherwise we would not know. And that's what we're exercising in now. We're moving in that now. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, King. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, King. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, thank you, brother. Yeah. Perfect reminder that we are to look up at Christ just as they did in the wilderness when Moses had the serpent on that staff and they looked up and they were healed. So we are to look up to Jesus who died on the cross for us. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
Sister, can you remind me your name? Cynthia. Bless you, Cynthia. Cynthia, that is just, just one. I'm oh. mindful of the fact that we didn't get a mic on you, so there's probably people at home that didn't hear that. So I'm going to relay. You've probably got more, and we're going to have a time for testimonies where we can have more. But Cynthia, thank you so much for encouraging mm, us beautiful. all. That Cynthia just relayed, if you didn't hear that, that you know three years probably ago, there was a time of ministry, and um, Cynthia came to the front, mm. and she was just desperate for God mm. and she was there for a while because she thought someone was right behind her mm. but when she opened her eyes realised it wasn't but it was God Jesus. and it was from that moment on saw a breakthrough mm. in, her, in her work mm. and uh, indeed breakthrough with her son and provision and I thank you so much for that can we just give the Lord a hand yeah, bless thank you Lord thank you, thank you Jesus you know, it's worth reminding ourselves that God is bigger than we think. <laughs> it says in Ephesians 3.18, He's able to do immeasurably more than we can ever hope or imagine. And sometimes, you know what, we have put God in such a small box and we need to be encouraged, as Cynthia's encouraged us, to remember that God is huge. God is huge. And so what we're going to do now, I'm going to just let's close our eyes. And um, we're going to continue in the next few moments just to do a bit of ministry and then we're going to sing raise a hallelujah as we walk in freedom. Come, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Come, Lord Jesus. Your Spirit, Lord. 